Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to the Purposeful Podcast. I'm your host, Mindy Mizell, and today we're doing a unique version of the podcast. We're doing both audio and video versions, so whether you're watching or listening to us, we just want to say welcome to the Purposeful Podcast. This is a podcast designed to talk about purposeful living and working, so I'm excited to have you join us today because I've got a great friend on who's going to be talking to us live about what it means to live and work with purpose, and she's and somebody I've been following for several years now and it's just been so inspirational to me. I've seen her on Facebook doing her thing. She's a life coach. Her name is Lauren Eliz, and I've met her in New York City, and we've just been friends virtually for a long, long time. So Lauren, I just want to say welcome to you. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you. You know, you've been such an inspiration to me over the years, and so I thought it'd be a great opportunity to just introduce you to the people that I talk to on social media. Um, but I want you to kind of give an introduction of yourself. I know you as a friend, but also your profession is as a life coach, business coach. What do you really do? What does that mean? Yeah, so um, it's I always love when people ask this because there's so many people out there with that life coach brand, right? Like, so... You know, it's kind of like the new cliche thing. But for me, I'm a life and business coach that really focuses on the art of fulfillment and really helping my clients align with their purpose and their passion to pursue what really makes them tick. So it's all about, um, for me, the tra transformation of going from a place where you're feeling stuck and you're feeling either discouraged in your life or you're having a hard time recognizing where you want to go in your life and then just aligning with that purpose to get people to achieve their goals. And it's not just about the goal, right? It's about feeling fulfilled. So it takes those two perspectives, the science of success and the art of fulfillment, and puts those two things together for anybody who's struggling out there. I, yeah, and you say that so well. And I think what I've loved about watching you personally over the years is, is your own story. And you've been so honest, forthcoming about the journey that you've been on. So as a life coach and somebody who's now coming alongside people, you actually speak from experience. Can you just tell us a little bit about your own journey? Yeah. So um, I started, you know, for, for those of you who don't know, my company brand name is called What is Perfection? And I started this company um, because I felt like for quite a while in my own life, I didn't have a voice. I had gone through these really traumatic experiences and these difficult roadblocks, I guess you would call in the journey of life. And I couldn't quite figure out what the reason for them was. You know, it was kind of like I would hit this obstacle, I would overcome it. And then it was like, okay, move on, go back to your life. Um, but those obstacles made me who I was. And I was so attached to them. They became, you know, a story for how I thrived and excelled and became, you know, the person I am now. And I didn't want to just go about my life ignoring them. And I felt like there were so many people out there who were just kind of hitting the rough road, trying to overcome things, and they didn't understand why. And so when I started my business and I, you know, I left the television industry, I decided it was time to really let loose and share all of my stories. And what I have found is that in the art of sharing, I actually help and, and have the opportunity to help so many more people because they know they're not alone in what they're going through. Yeah. And what's one of the stories that you have found resonates so much with, with those who you talk with? Oh, I know oh. you've had many over the years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that question. Oh my gosh. I love this because this is so hard to answer. Um, yeah. So I think one of the biggest things, um, you know, you have to give me a category here because I feel like there are career life experiences. There are relationship life experiences. Like 
what yeah, and I've seen you've like, gone through it all you really yeah, have yeah. And, and I think that's what's so fun watching you is you've touched on so many different topic areas that people struggle with on a daily basis like you said whether it's relationships work experience and trying to just figure out that next thing in life but for you personally I know you've I mean you've gone through the ringer I've heard some of your stories for you though how has that really shaped you and allowed you to connect with people and what is it about even just the root of these stories that just feels like it just keeps coming up and that you're able to now speak into. Yeah. So it's so crazy. I found that, um, you know, purpose and identity is kind of this really funny thing where intuitively and in your soul, you kind of know who you are, right? But when it doesn't align with the outside world or it doesn't really connect with the people around you, you have to adjust and, or you think you have to adjust and you sort of kind of mold yourself into being something that you're not. So, my pattern of behavior was I'd go through a trauma, I'd overcome it, I'd want to celebrate it because it was like, hey, like I overcame this, you know, just to give you, I guess, for people listening, just a taste, you know, I'm the victim of a rape. I ended up in a psych ward my first year of college. I, you know, left my corporate job and my drug addicted oh. husband. I mean, I've had all of these kind of really serious, hard hitting narratives and what I found was that when I kept stuffing them down and pretending that they didn't happen, I became so out of alignment with who I was. I became so lost in, you know, who I wanted to be and, and who I connected to and friendships were affected and relationships were affected. And so I think one of the common threads that always exists is that really aligning yourself with what's in your heart and recognizing what really intuitively, spiritually, emotionally is right for you, whether or not other people embrace that or see that, um, that's the common thread, I think, for everything is just really being true to this and just aligning yourself with that, you know? Yeah, exactly. And thanks for touching on a lot of that. I know it's very personal to you, but you have helped so many people um, in, in your journey. And today you've got now a thriving business and and I mean, I'm not sure how many clients, but I know you're talking with people every day and you just hung up with one now. Yeah. So, you know, I think when I think about Purpose, the Purposeful Podcast and what I'm trying to do through this, it's it's touch on exactly what you're you're dealing with. And I think that's why we've remained friends over the years, too, is that, you know, the, all of this kind of boils down to the same stuff of life. And who are we? What's our identity? And what who are we trying to become? And and and, and all of that. But I think as a life coach, you come at it from a very unique perspective because you're dealing with people who are wrestling with these big questions of life every single day. And I think when you boil down, like, what is somebody's purpose? What is, what is your purpose in life? How do you help people to answer that question? Where do you even begin? And for those who are sitting at home, listening or driving, listening to this, like, where do they start? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Love this. Okay. So um, if you're listening, get out a pen and paper because <laughs> we're going to do some work. Um, <laughs> I love that. But now we've got yeah. homework right away. <laughs> Start taking notes. Start taking notes. Um, no, but for, okay, so for real. So this is what happens. Um, we as human beings all have these these needs and values that sort of fill us up and make us feel complete. And the problem is over time, we walk into scenarios of life and we sort of think, oh, well, I'm not supposed to be this. I got to let go of that. You know, an example when you're little, right? and uh, you're loud and you're bubbly and your parents say, stop interrupting me. You start to form this limiting belief that, hey, I can't be speak my mind. I can't be open and outrageous. Um, and over the years, we have moments like that where we are sort of rejected or part of ourselves is rejected and we strip it away. We feel like it's not a good quality for us and we shouldn't have it. Um, 
And that brings us to when we feel lost and we're at rock bottom because we don't really know who we are. You know, that's how it happens. It's because we've been stripping so much for other people for so long. So one of the things I always walk any of my clients through, whether they're coming to me for a business roadblock that they're experiencing or, you know, they're just coming to me for life coaching. One of the first things I do is always ask them, well, what are your values? Like what fills you up? You know, Mindy, you talk about this all the time there are human needs that really make us tick. And so if you don't know what those are, if you don't know who you are with your values, you're not going to have any idea what your purpose is in life because your purpose is a byproduct of your values and the values come first. So oftentimes people think, well, I don't know my purpose. I don't know my purpose. You know, I don't even, um, one of the things that always strikes me with that word is uh, if you've seen Avenue Q, there's a song in that Broadway play. It's like purpose. It's that little thing that lights a fire under your ass. And it's like <laughs> this whole big song about this guy who's like, I don't know what my purpose is, yeah. but, but the purpose is a byproduct. And so if you have no idea what you're put on this earth for, no idea why, um, why you're doing what you're doing, it makes everything else pointless. So really getting in line with that first. And then the other part of it, like I mentioned before, is recognizing what your limiting beliefs are and being able to do away with those. Um, you know, oftentimes I have people who come to me and they say, well, I want to start this business and I'm passionate about it, but I'm going to struggle financially or I'm going to not be able to make money off of this. And my brain goes to, well, who said you know, who says that? Where'd you come up with that? And it's, it's really about the limiting beliefs we've experienced and molded into our brains and being able to let go of those so we could be the person that we're truly meant to be. Yeah. You, you touched on so many things that I had questions about there too. I mean, you, you weaved it in perfectly from purpose into the how values connect. And I, and that was one going to be one of my questions because for me personally, that has been part of my own journey. I think I've mentioned, you know, on Facebook, on social media that several years ago, I went through my own kind of midlife crisis and really had to wrestle with a lot of those questions that you're talking about, like, who am I? And what do I really believe about this world and my, my role in it? And what, what is my place, my purpose? And it really kind of boiled down to figuring out my values and having to really wrestle with those values. And what I found, though, is, you know, sometimes values can conflict. On one hand, we may be about something. And then the other hand, it's like we're the biggest hypocrite. We're like about something else. And so do you see that as a life coach where you kind of see your, your clients kind of wrestling through trying to figure out which value trumps another value? All the time. So actually, there's a course I run. It's called the Brand New Me 12-Week Masterclass. And so in that class, one of the things I do with all my clients is getting them to recognize their values and then rearranging them in an order. So one thing I always suggest to people is if they're having a hard time, make it visual. Get out some post-its, write down your words and your values and arrange them in an order. Because what you don't realize is that we as human beings only have capacity for so much. And so all of these values that we live by, these needs that we, first of all, everyone has them. And when you talk about this clash, right? When you talk about the clash of values, one of the greatest examples I have in my brain and with the clients I work with is this need for certainty. And we all, so many of us are operating with the need for certainty at the top of our values list where we're not growing because we're scared because growth is uncertain and we're not forming new relationships because we're so obsessed with certainty. New relationships are so uncertain. 
Or what about the idea of starting a business and, and trying to grow and prosper financially? If you're living your life so obsessed with certainty, you're never going to be the human being that you're meant to be. And so oftentimes we take values that are really just natural parts of existence and we make them our top priority and we fail ourselves completely. So writing out those values and, you know, there's a list of them in my program and really recognizing how and what order they follow is a, a great and beautiful gift because it'll get you to see, hey, I maybe need to put my fears on the back burner. I need, maybe need to put my fear of failure on the side so that I can achieve what it is I'm really hungry for. Um, yeah. And it's a lot of that subconscious work of really recognizing where those ideas conflict. Yeah. And I think that's great advice to kind of start with, you know, that kind of priority list, because while you were talking, one of the analogies that kind of came to mind for me was the fact of like how to explain this conflicting values thing in a very picturesque kind of way is, you know, it's like somebody who says, okay, I want to run a marathon. But then the very, you know, next night when they're having dinner, like, oh, I really want some Oreos, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, you know, you while on one hand, you know, that person, you know, wants to achieve a certain goal, wants to accomplish this marathon. On the other hand, they're struggling with this very real human kind of need of like, hey, I just love Oreos. Now, which one do I deny? You know, am I denying myself if I don't have the Oreos or am I picking the marathon? And yet it's yeah. still very much me. And that's a very simplistic way to talk about, you know, the ways that we're kind of talking about conflicting values, whether it's, you know, a, a different value of like, whether it's honesty or um, stewardship or service or authenticity. I mean, you kind of have to really wrestle with these are very real parts of who you are that you have to kind of realize which one's going to trump the other. And, you know, and, and what you're talking about with fear, it's like the person saying, well, I want to guarantee that if I sacrifice on behalf of this marathon and give up all those Oreos, that I will finish and I will have a great time. There are no guarantees. It's also too, you know, I think one of the uh, driving factors for a lot of us that we don't recognize is that it's not what you do, it's why you do it. So in the analogy you gave, which is a beautiful analogy, I love this, you know, you're trying to pursue this dream of a marathon, right? But now you're hungry for the cookies. And so, you know, food and the relationship we have, I always call this like the, the powerhouse trifecta, our relationships with love, food, and money are relationships that we all crafted and learned between probably the ages of like two and 12. When you're really young, that's how you form beliefs about those things. You absorb everything like a sponge. So why you're going for those Oreos, is it because you're turning to comfort? Is it because you're trying to emotionally numb something that's going on? Or are you just trying to treat yourself? Because those are all three different things. And so if you recognize why you're doing something, it plays a huge factor in, um, you know, where you go in your decision-making process of life, for sure. Yeah, it's a great point. And, you know, I just love Oreos. So my whole family does. <laughs> <laughs> but, but off of that, I mean, the, the, the final thing I want to end on is just for those people who are still sitting out there going, gosh, this all sounds great. I, I want to be somebody who lives and works with purpose. Um, any last advice that you'd have for somebody who just really doesn't know where to start? Yeah, so... Um... My advice would be, you'd know where to start. You're just scared to start there. That's what I would say to anybody. I mean, I think for me, when I was starting my journey, purpose, we very much align purpose with our careers, right? So we think our purpose is very much tied into what our job is because we spend so much time there, whether it's being a mom or working at a company or being a wife, you know, those identities are very easily wrapped up in who we think we are. Um, if you're longing for a purpose, 
and you have a dream and a vision to pursue that purpose, but you're living in fear, um, my advice would be, if not now, when? And, you know, the other thing that comes to my mind is like, what's the worst that can happen? And I remember when I left my job in the television industry and I was so, I knew what I, I knew what I needed to do. I mean, I knew in my gut, like it was time and I was ready. And there were all these things that just were not in alignment with what I wanted for my life. And I remember saying, well, my fiance said it to me. He said, um, what's the worst that can happen? You try this out. And if it doesn't work, you go back. And we set a timeline, you know, we set a time. We're like, all right, we'll try this for six months. And if it fails, you know, we'll, um, we'll put you back in work. And, uh, I did it and I never looked back. And now I'm running a successful thriving business where I'm living my purpose every single day and I get to help people. So yeah, that's really where I am. hundred percent. I, I think though the skeptic at home is going to be like, you can't quit until you know you have a guaranteed job. Oh, it's so, you know? it's such bullshit. It's <laughs> such bullshit. I hate it so much. You know, my my father said to me, he's um, said, I withdrew my four hundred one k savings when I when I left my job. That was my nest egg. I had it. It was there. It was scary, yeah. but I did it. And even today, my dad says, um, he said to me like last week, he's like, I don't think that was a good idea. I'm like, Dad. I'm going to be working till the day I die because I fucking love what I do. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm allowed to curse on here, but I love what I do. And I'm, you know, I think I said something like, I'm going to make millions. Like, just watch me. So, you know, it's just you have limiting beliefs about what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And they're all formed by what other people tell you. And it's all BS, all of it. Yeah. So so in the end, you're you're glad of all the decisions you've made and, and- – <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Without a, I have, I have clients, Mindy, I get to talk to that bring tears in my eyes and I get to watch them change their lives and go from these places of rock bottom to, you know, thriving and changing so much about who they are and what makes them tick. And it's just, I've, I've found what makes me, me, and it, it, it takes everything that I've been through and provides a reason for it. And it's to help other people. Like, and that's, that's my, that's my purpose on this earth. If you're not living this earth to contribute in some way, shape or form, you're, you're not here for the right reasons. You have a gift, you have a talent and you have an idea and way to serve the world. You need to honor that. And I think one of the things that I am hearing from you that I, you know, appreciate too, is the fact that you were willing to, to see that what you were doing with work wasn't working and being willing to turn around, walk away, and do something else, even if you didn't know quite what that was yet. <laughs> and I think so many of us find ourselves in that that space of knowing, okay, there's a better way, there's a different way that I know I need to be moving into, but I'm not sure what that is yet. So what do you say to those of us like that? Yeah, you have to make room for the unknown. So if anybody's ever read it, there's a beautiful book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. It's by Deepak Chopra. And it really goes into this. There's a beautiful law. It's called the law of allowing. And you have to make room for what you want to receive. If you're jam-packing your life with chaos and overwhelm and stress, um, you're never going to put yourself in that that higher vibration of being able to attract what it is you want. And, um, you know, for me, it was so funny when I, when I left. There were some people who um, didn't know – I was leaving. So when they came up to me and they said, Oh, where are you going? Where are you going? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And it like people did, they don't even know what to say to that because that never happens. So they're like, Oh, okay. 
And I didn't, for the record, like I did not get fired. I did not get asked to leave. I left on my own. Um, and it was so nostalgic. And I look back on that and like, oh, it was one of the proudest moments of my life. And I, I, it was me listening to myself and ignoring everything else everybody else said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lauren, I can't thank you enough. You're always so inspiring to listen to. And I'm just such a privilege to talk to you on Skype like this and to record the podcast this way. So for those of you who have really liked what Lauren's been saying, check her website out as whatisperfection.com. And then, of course, subscribe to the podcast, the Purposeful Podcast at purposefulpodcast.com. Thanks, Lauren. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much. All right. Bye.